Welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast with your host, Paul Jacoby. Welcome to Paul Jacoby Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Jacoby. And with me today is series regular, the one, the only Sam Orson. How we doing? Good. What's up? What's up, players? So earlier we were talking a little bit about um, certain individuals, right? Very vague, but yes. Very vague, but uh, you know, it's it's going through life. You you run into those people where it's like, you you just ain't getting nothing out of them. Then you get the people where it's almost too much. Tell tell us a little bit about your thoughts. <laughs> what? I don't know what it's about. What? So if what are you I talking had, about? If I had to compare it, right? Uh, let's think Michael Sarah and Superbad, or Jeremy Piven as Ari Gold in in Entourage. People that is just not a lot than people that is way too much just so you guys know what's happening here i came <laughs> i came in and i said i i was thinking about how it's way better to do boring stuff with fun people than to do fun things with boring people and then in comes paul saying hey can you relate that to some celebrities <laughs> i'm like why because that's what gets the clicks he said can you we compare that to clicks. michael sarah and jeremy piven two absolutely random people that i'm supposed hey, to fits the example. somehow incorporate into what i'm about to say or what i want to talk about um so here's here's the thing here's the deal it is way better to do boring things with fun people than it is to be doing fun things with what? boring people I'm, why is that though? i can just go so here's the thing <laughs> it's like if you've ever been stuck in the airport with three funny dudes it is an absolute blast if they are funny and here's the thing <laughs> people everyone thinks they're funny there's maybe like five five percent of the population i would say is actually funny and then even a smaller percent of comedians than that it's like so if you're a comedian there's like maybe a two percent chance you're funny and then it's like i don't know i i just feel like there's not very many funny people out there so it's an actual like a very necessity like a very necessary skill set to have right now is how you can be funny how you can make things funny you know it's uh because there's not that many funny people everyone thinks they're funny but there's not really that many funny people there's a lot of boring people then, I take it. Yes. All right. So you would rather be stuck in an airport doing nothing with funny people than I don't go skydiving with, with some turds. That, that is correct, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm in the opposite boat. I, I get a roof for the other side here. You rather do something? Yeah, I mean, like, I'd rather go go-karting with some duds and be the best and, you know, dominate the competition out there. Then just go with some, you know, hang out with some studs and just feel outmatched. No, no, it's way better to hang out with the funny people. It's playing playing mini golf with a couple of funny guys is probably going to be the more most fun you'll ever have in your entire life. That's like <laughs> as good as it gets. Why mini golf? Yeah, you big mini golfer? I do like mini golf. That's one of my favorite activities. If I had to do one activity, that's the only one I really want to do. I feel like the most more most courses too. That it's like they. It's it's a it's a plain thing where it's like no one really has an advantage. You could be a yeah you know, maybe a PGA golfer, you might have a slight edge, but uh, with all the obstacles and and the course you know unpredict unpredictability, it, it really does level the playing field. Yeah, I, I just like many. I like, there's something about the windmill. There's something about just the thrill of risk when you <laughs> decide to like okay, I know I'm putting mini golf, but I'm gonna really whack this thing and see where it goes. 
And every once in a while, you will actually have like some success. You will be able to make it over the river. You'll be able to make it into the uh, whatever the hole. There's actually the mini golf I'm referring to. There's this game on the internet. It was like a mini golf game where you could really just smack the thing and see where it would land. Are, is is that Golden Tee? It might or, be Golden Tee. It was really basic. Is it the one where you like you roll the thing back and you go? No, 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 no. It was like a. A video game that was like on the back of a cereal box or something that you put in the URL for. Oh, it's it's like a, an online little putt putt game. It's an online putt putt game, yes. Dude, I get some respect for those things. You remember like all, all the? Do you remember the video games that you used to play on like the uh, the was that scientific calculators? Yes. Those fall were, down. Yeah, those. I were played the fall down. I played avalanche. I played. Uh, there's this one. Dino Eggs. I played Block Dude. I believe it was called Block Dude. That was a good one. Um, Pegs. Pegs. Yeah, we're we're big one. into pegging here, dude. We're a full spectrum type of podcast. Pegs was a fun math game that was on the calculator. Dude, I remember that one where it was like almost like um, it was like the space shooter game. Yes. And it's like if someone could put download that on your. Uh, scientific calculator that was like your new best friend yeah that was a good one yeah that was pretty gnarly but it's like it goes back even to like just just the evolution of games going from like snake on your phone i remember i used to play that for hours you don't remember snake i don't know i remember snake do i remember that one the the one on those original apple uh computers it's, uh, it was like the mouse and the cheese and the cat. You remember that one? Oh, that one sounds familiar. It's like you would move blocks as the mouse trying to get to the cheese. I'm going to look that up right now because I just want to see what it looks like, what it sounds familiar. Dude, it's like I, there's no way I can remember the name about that. But it's like, it's like it's pretty much the only controls is left, right, up, and down. But you can move it, and it's like you got to avoid the cat. Oh, what is it called? Rodent's Revenge? Is that it? It's a really old game. Yeah. I'm tr- but I was about to say, shout out to the classics, too, like Oregon Trail. Never played that one. You never played Oregon Trail? No. How old are you? 30. So I think you might have been like a year or two past Oregon Trail. But Oregon Trail, dude, back in the day, dude, you get on those school computers and you get to play Oregon Trail, you're having the best day probably of the semester. Yeah, so here's the – is this it? It's – this looks like it. Oh, wait. I think I saw it. I think I saw it. Um, It looked like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ron's familiar. Okay, we'll, so one we'll, of the hardest... We'll, we'll throw a picture, like, right here for you. So here's the deal. In a <laughs> shop class, in middle school, we had to take... We had, had shop el- class? We had to take three electives. We could take home economics, we could take shop class, or we could take something else that I don't really remember. Um, but here's the thing with the shop class. It was next to the computer lab, and it was so... For what you had to do is the whole quarter, whole semester, you had two projects you had to make. You had to make a toy and you had to make a shelf. And then as soon as you finished those projects, you could go into the computer lab next door and do whatever you wanted. Play really? on the computer. I tried to get free iPods online for about six weeks straight. I almost got one. <laughs> 
Um, my friend Jason, it was like the second day of class, and he's over in the computer lab, and they go, the shop professor's like, did you finish your projects? It's been literally one day. And he goes, yeah, I finished both of them. And he goes, okay. Jason continues to play on the computer for the next three months, and then the final day of class comes, and he is like, okay, Jason, I'm grading the projects. Can I see your shelf, and can I see the other thing you made? And he goes, oh, yeah, no problem. And he goes into the shop class, and he comes out with a, uh, a two-by-four, and he hands it to the professor, and he <laughs> goes, what is this? And he goes, that is the shelf I made. And he freaks out, and he goes, this is, this is not it. And let me see the other thing you made. And he goes back into the shop class, and he comes back out with a smaller two-by-four <laughs> and said this was the toy that he made. And it was, all, it was probably the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life. Mr. Bodrock, poor guy, was teaching eighth-grade shop. He had a hole in his head from something. I think he had a stroke, and now he's just dealing with Jason and me trying to get free iPods all day. Just going to shop class. Just going to shop class, taking out pieces of wood, trying what, to pass them as shelves. What was his excuse when he he's like, what toy is this? I think he said it was a, a plank or something like that. Oh, just like the Ed Nettie? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm not quite sure. I was on the floor laughing Did he put when a, I saw that. a smiley face on it? No, he didn't do anything. It was so so perfect. Then, you re, then I look back, I'm like, oh, that guy is not going to make it well in life. Like That even mattered back then. I was convinced if I didn't get a 4-0 that I was going to be homeless. You were a pretty smart kid growing up then, huh? I was very smart, yes. Still smart. Uh, so, I, I mean, at least grade-wise, you, you, were, you were pretty studious. Yes. So, uh, how long did it take you to knock out that shelf and toy? It took me maybe like four weeks to do everything. So, you put some work into that. Yeah, it looked good. It looked good. You popped that A in the class? I'm sure. I'm sure I did, yeah. Shop class done right. Then then pretty much the rest of the semester you got computer class and did whatever you want. Yeah, that's right. And you didn't play Oregon Trail. Didn't play without – this was like in eighth grade, though. We were way past that. Yeah, Oregon Trail was in like second, third grade. But uh, then there was this typing game. Did you ever have typing class? Yes. Dude, those typing games was uh, like the, there was one with like uh, it was like uh, Transylvania, and you're like, pop, 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 pop. Well, you had to type, type Transylvania or something. <laughs> I don't think I could type Transylvania as a kid, but it's like something like it was like it was like vampire themed yeah. with like falling letters or something. It's like you had a hit by the time it's like drop down or whatever. No, we're we're Maybe. blanking there, guys. Blanking. We're blanking there. But, dude, there was fun little things that you could do. And it's like, I remember that um, there was like a, in middle school, there was a kid that was like a, like a like a computer hacker prodigy. And he pretty much took off all the blocks. Like, you know how websites were blocked at school? Yes. He took, up, he took out all the blocks. He quit blocking everything on the computers. And the kid, I'm pretty sure he got thrown out of school for that. Well, yeah, because then you got guys looking up biggest boob in the world on Google and then going nuts. <laughs> yeah, little kids. It was like sixth grade. This kid got kicked out like immediately. Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure he, he was like bragging about it is the way that he got caught. Oh, I'm sure. So he's like, yeah, unblocked everything. The tits were popping pretty quick.
you have any wild wild stories about what, about you what? Face, you just boom in your face with the mic. Uh, any any cool stories growing up? Any any kids getting in trouble, or were you guys pretty reserved over there in Utah? Um, there's definitely some. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of what we did. We got into some funny stuff. One thing I really like to do. We lived kind of out in the boonies, and uh, this was in Green Acres, Washington. We would do this thing called hanging eggs. You know what this is? No idea. You throw a fishing line over a telephone pole that goes across a road you tape an egg to it and then you hide in the bushes and when a car comes by there is an egg hanging in the middle of the road windshield height and they are looking straight forward and they probably see this little white thing and they're like what is that it looks like an egg but why would that be why would an egg be floating there and then by the time they get too close to realize oh that is an egg they hit the egg and it splatters on their windshield it's called hanging eggs <laughs> So hanging eggs, dude. Uh, in the Woodlands, Texas, we played cardboard kitty. Uh, are you oh, familiar? we've done cardboard kitty before yeah. as well. So though the, those are the viewers that will we'll post a picture for the the YouTube viewers. But the ones that are are listening in, unfamiliar with cardboard kitty, what you do is you basically cut out a cardboard picture of a cat and you you draw it in all black. Then you cut out the eyes and you put tin foil for the eyes. And what you do is you go to like a, a main street at night and you put up the kitty and pretty much when uh, someone will come and they'll think a cat's there and they'll just stop their car for a while until they realize that it's, it's just cardboard. That's, that gets you break big thrills uh, growing up. What we would do is there was, two, there was a two lane street. So <laughs> we would grab a bunch of like sticks and like pretty much trees and cover one lane and force them to hit the cat if they were going oh, in the nice. other lane. Yeah, we ended up uh, seriously damaging a few cars that just did not move out of that lane and hitting the pretty much trees. Like, yeah. we would pick, put, like, this thick of trees right in the lane. Shout out, shout out to the Bailey boys growing up. We would always sneak out of their, their roof. We'd... We'd climb out on the second floor, we'd go to the garage, and we'd jump off the fence. We're bad kids, dude. That's what happens when you don't drink when you're a kid. You do worse things, probably. Yeah, we were pretty high a lot of the times, yeah. though. We, we smoked uh, quite, a, quite a bit of ganja growing up in, in the old Texas days. Yeah, I didn't do any of that growing up. Yeah, what, uh, when was your first taste of the Chiba? College. You're a college cat. College cat. You, you didn't drink in high school either? No, I didn't do any of that. You're a good boy, dude. I am. Were you, were you in sports? You look like a sportsman. You're like 6'5". No, I didn't, I didn't really get the point of sports. It didn't really make sense to me. I'm a very competitive person, but I just could not <laughs> see how that – I could not bring myself to care about a game like that. So That's, meaningless to me. I, were I you just, always taller or were you a late bloomer? I was tall. I got tall in high school. Uh, what year? Probably 2006. 2006, sprouting up like a weed, huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was. Uh, I I was one of the tallest kids in like seventh and eighth grade. I was like five nine. Then high school came and I grew about an inch and a half. That's about. Nice. That's about all I clapped out to be. Yeah, but um, yeah, with with that, you got really into music then, right? 
did a lot of music, did a lot of drumming. I was drumming probably eight hours a day for four or five years until I left the school, and then eight hours a day. Yeah, we do jazz band did in the your morning. Fucking kill you. No, they were super nice. It was like maybe an hour in the morning at jazz band. Then we had an hour drum class in school uh, during marching band season. That was an automatic extra six hours a day of drumming. So did you? What you're trying to tell me is you got a you got a man crush on our boy Nick Cannon because he was in the Drumline movie. He was the Drumline movie, pretty much. What has he done since then, dude? He's still hosting Mass Singer right now. The Masked Singer? Dude, that's that's big for Fox. Is it really? What do they do? I am pretty sure that's like one of the biggest shows right now. People come out in masks and they sing. And so basically it's like celebrities will come masked up and sing. And a lot of times these celebrities, they won't be like uh, just singers or, you know, like someone in the music industry. Like, like it'll be like Rob Gronkowski, yeah. uh, some football player someone out of left field that you didn't like you won't know that they'll be able to sing like little wayne did it you know he's a rapper and he's saying something that was not in the rap genre you know what i mean like so it's basically pretty much like oh who is that whose voice is that It, it sounds like the stupidest concept but you know what things are very stupid that get views on tv that's for sure yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched TV in a long time. I just don't know. What, what do you talk to Tyler Strauss about on this podcast? Tyler Strauss? Uh, he, well, that episode just released, so if you guys are watching, I believe that's episode five. I don't know if there's anything in here that we've talked about that you can even use. 100%, dude. We have, we have video games. We got. <laughs> there is nothing on this that we can use. There's no way. Here's the thing. I was, I was following this group, this podcast on... Uh, TikTok, and I can't tell if it's a joke or not, but it's literally like two guys you never heard of talking about nothing. And I'm like, what? Why does everyone have a podcast right now? What is going on? Dude, I mean, why are two people, why is anyone going to listen to me list off a few calculator games that I've been, I played 20 years ago. Dude, I love the shop class. Stuff. Well, I'm just trying to think. So what? Somebody comes on YouTube and says, oh, I used to play these calculator games. And they click on it and they hear me go, uh, yeah, there was Fall Down. There was Avalanche. There was Space Invaders. And they go, oh, yeah, I love this. I'd love to hear more of what this guy has to say. What? Is- Literally, people are watching. Uh, one of the most popular shows is people dressing up in masks and singing. People will watch anything nowadays, is my point. Yeah, I have a hard time. There's no way anything I'm saying here is worth anybody's time. Dude, I believe to listen so, to. Sam. I think you underestimate yourself not only as a person, but as a, uh, a comic and a musician. I estimate myself appropriately. I See, that's the thing about me. is I'm a, a lot of people don't have this. I'm delusional, but I'm also very realistic. I can listen back to something... And this is a big thing also in like business and especially in marketing, if you work in marketing, people will bounce ideas off each other and be like, oh, this is a good idea. People will respond to this. And if you put yourself actually, and not many people have the ability to do this, take a step back and objectively look at what they are doing. And you can listen to it and like watch your, watch one of your sets, look at one of your ideas and unbiasedly being like, this is 
no good. This won't work. And then so many people are delusional and they convince themselves like, oh, yes, people, that was a funny joke. People want to listen to this. Yes, this will get people to buy this product. I would respond well to this ad. If I saw an ad with, you know, the Geico Gecko saying this thing, I would definitely go buy that insurance. But you really, you wouldn't because nobody has the ability to take a step back and look at what they're doing objectively. People are so too, way too delusional to do that. And that's a problem that everybody has. Even as you get older, it gets worse. People think that they, they just can't look at something objectively and see how it will be perceived. And that's one thing I'm really good at. And that's why I get, got better at comedy really quick because I was able to listen to stuff and be like, okay, this doesn't work. This is not funny. It. Change it. Um, so that's why when I'm listening to like this, what we've been talking about, I'm like, there is no value in anything we are saying right now. So it's like, what do you expect to happen? There's nothing that's going to happen. If you were just listening to me, list off calculator games. What did you talk to Tyler Strauss about? That's what I want to know. So I, I was about to say, if, if you think this episode was boring, uh, we, we talked about chess boxing. That was our biggest topic. Oh, are, my are God. Are you familiar with this new sport? Chess boxing. I think. So it's exactly what it sounds like. It's chess and a boxing match put together. What, so it's like C5 and then you hook so them in the gut? Basically, you do, a, uh, you do two minutes of chess, then you do a round of boxing. And, like, you know the break in between rounds of boxing? <laughs> okay, you I really play, know what's happening chess. right now. You yeah. just said we talked about the most boring thing on the last podcast. No, I and said, then you started it, talking no, no. about it again. It's going to be boring <laughs> I, the second I, time. No, I didn't say it was boring, though. <laughs> you, you said this was boring. I said if you think this is boring. Oh, like this we is, talked okay. about chess and boxing, which okay. I think are interesting subjects. Okay, I see. I never heard about it. I see what's happening. Yeah. I think you downplay, you're downplaying the PJP. And, uh, you know, this episode, episode 11, by the way, is about to be hot, dude. You're going to have to cut it down. We're going to record for like an hour and a half. We're going to get 15 <laughs> seconds of usable shit. I don't know what I'm talking about. I need to be, I need to be guided. I need to have something that I can like. I need, what do people even care about? What's worth listening to? Why would anybody listen? That's what we need to get into, Paul. That's what this is. This oh. is a, let's, let's get, let them see us. Creating a podcast and finding out what's interesting. We well, gotta dude, see. It's, like, it's almost perfect timing because, yeah, we gotta cut to commercial break. Oh my god, we're cutting to commercial, guys. We will be right back. All right, guys, welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast Merch Store. As you can see, we got all the goodies. Now, here's a hoodie with a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that, we got coffee mugs, we got t-shirts, we got tanks, we got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom. All right, guys, and we're back here. How we doing, Sam? Good. You just mentioned that there's a few people in the comedy scene that find me funny, and I want names of the people who find me funny and the ones who find me not funny. I know there's a bunch of both. <laughs> You said there's so, people that think I'm good and that I'm going to make it. Who are those people? What are their names? So I, I, I don't want to discriminate the non-goods versus the, go the goods. I, wanna hear, I need to hear all of them. I'm kidding, dude. Pretty much everyone knows that, that we're buddies, right? Yes. Uh, they're, they're pretty well aware that you've been on the pod. You know, we talk all the time when we go to open mic, blah, blah, blah. 
But uh, so no one's going to come up and be like, hey, your friend sucks. Well, somebody <laughs> did do that the other day. So, but I want to nope. find out who. So here's the deal. Yeah. Somebody came up the other day to one of my other friends and goes, what's the deal with that Sam guy? He's not that funny. He just talked about how he sleeps in the fridge for five fucking minutes. <laughs> like, they don't get it. They don't. They just don't get it. And here's my thing. I'm not trying. There's some, I think there is going to be this big resurgence in silly comedy coming up. I'm talking like Ace Ventura style silly, Mitch Hedberg oh, style silly. Yeah. I think right now there's too much of like people getting up there and just trying to be the cool guy. Like who can mm. notice that, who, who knows how to behave in all the correct situations? Who can notice the, you know, it's like who, some comedy now is somebody will get up there and be like, you're in line at the grocery store. There's always something going on in that line. You know, what's going, it's like, who cares? Like. I just shouldn't say who cares. It's a very popular thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just, like, not really into, like, I'm trying to create comedy, not notice it. That's my that's my thing. So a lot of these, and this is not a bad thing if you're a comedian like this. 95% of them are because that's what most people like and that's what most people find funny is the, did you ever notice this? Did you ever notice that? Which so is kind of like a, a dark Jerry Seinfeld is what you're saying, like. Like Jerry's like, what's up with lampshades? Well, it's it's that kind of observational comedy, which is yeah. super relatable to most people. That's what most comedians are. Yeah, they are noticing funny things and then relaying that to a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. I like the people who go up on stage and create the funny thing right there. That's the funny thing is what you they're are, doing. You are the creator of your. your you are the one yes. making the funny. You're the one <laughs> making the humor. You're not commenting on it. Both are very valid forms of mm -hmm. comedy like i think the route i like to go is almost more like a clowning and performance art it's just like you are making the funny the funny is happening on stage it's these mm -hmm. made-up scenarios that you're creating it's this persona that you are delivering to the audience not did you ever notice how uh yeah the the the, the bitch in front of you at the grocery store is still paying with a checkbook what's going on with that it's like who cares like <laughs> i've noticed enough things in my life i know what's going on i know mm -hmm. what's going on around me i'm trying to find so, out so like, let's get back uh, but yeah, names of the people who don't no. who like me. Start. <laughs> okay, so people that like you, uh, it's pretty much everyone, dude. Say the like, names of the people dude, who like me uh, that have brought you up by themselves. Is Elise? You know Elise? Fettelman? Yeah, yeah. She loves you. Rick loves you, dude. Everyone that I talked to, Elise, about, Elise. About you, I'm say, glad she said that because I don't know if I know her very well. Dude, she says. Uh, dude, Brad Stoll. Let me look he, her up right now. Friend of the pod. He was on. Uh, he was on a previous episode. Brad goes. Uh, Brad, who wants a second? I'm looking up Elise Fettelman. You are on my good side. So I'm, I'm making a list. I'm not making a bad list. Dude, I'm if you have a list. It's oh yeah, yeah. Very oh, long. of course. Yeah, it, I know. People Elise. that enjoy you as a comic. Totally. I'll know tell Elise. you that because, uh, <laughs> dude, Brad Stoll. Uh, Brett. Brad. Brad. Brad Stoll. Brad Stoll. I like that guy a lot too. Uh, he would be a great. Uh, I could put him in so many movies. Right. He he, he has, has that look. look. He has the look. Um, that's one hundred percent. He um, he was mentioning that there's some comics where, like, the, you know, like w when you go to open mics, you, you just get drilled by people that are like in their first month of comedy. And we, you know, I respect that. I, I give everyone a shot. You know, with my attention. Uh, but there's some comics where you 100% need to put your cell phone down and pay attention. And he's, when I mentioned your name, he specifically goes, 
he's one of the guys that I, I'm talking about that I need to put my cell phone down and pay attention to. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Brad. Thank you. That is like, here's the funny thing about Brad. So I love Brad, by the way, but I remember Good guy. Good guy. if people have not seen me before, they don't really know what to expect. And I remember the first time I was like sat at the Comedy Boulevard or something, Brad was there and he's like watching me and I can tell he's looking at me and he like does not think I'm going to be funny. Yes. He thinks like, I don't know what's going to go on. And then like, I think I did a couple jokes that kind of bombed and uh-huh. then I finally got like, a big laugh out of something, and then he realized, like, oh, this guy's a silly guy. Yeah. You were very so, like, silly. I just, and because everybody in that room, for some reason, was, like, really, like, kind of looked like Brad, where they're just kind of, like, these tough-looking dudes. Yeah. And I'm just, like... Oh, some, sometimes. That's that's a tough crowd, man. Oh, I was like, yeah. I'm going to get these guys. And then eventually, like, started getting silly enough, and then he started laughing. I'm like, yes! <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, Brad, Elise, who else? Rick, who Rick, else? Rick. Actually, at... All, all but one have come on the podcast. Uh, dude, tons of people love you. I need the names. I need the yeah. I'm making a list. Well, we got three. We're going to stick with three. Who was the guy that you experienced that, that was bold enough to not like you? That's the real question. I don't need to say his, I don't need to say his name because also this is all hearsay. I don't even know if it's true. Oh, so you were just told. I was just told. This is through the grapevine. So, and I don't I, – I, I know I have a weird style, but, you know, and somebody is like – when somebody goes, oh, you talked about being in the fridge for five minutes. Like, that's not comedy. It's like, you're going to tell me Dude, what's that, funny? That's the, that's the crazy. Everyone was laughing. That's yeah. all I need to yeah. know. If everyone was laughing and you say it's not funny, well, that's not true. That's the craziest thing. Being locked in the like. fridge is funny. Sleeping in the fridge is funny. That's the joke. I sleep standing <laughs> up in the fridge and I talk about it for five minutes. So and it's like, funny. Like a frozen vampire? No, no, not a fr- This is how I sleep in the fridge. A lot of people sleep in the fridge. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to start doing the bit right now. I don't want to ruin it. And also, it doesn't really work. I've like, to be fair, I've written stuff like this past mm. week. I try and write like a new five every week. And like this whole week, everything I've been doing has not been really working. And I talk way too much about MILFs. Like, like every bit, <laughs> every bit like comes back to something with MILFs. I'm like, this is... I listened to one of my sets the other day, and I'm like, I said the word MILF maybe 80 times. Like, that's too much. Dude, I mean, with with your type of comedy, though, it is like you you are the comic that's uh, performance. I would say uh, if, if we had a base like just joke written and performances, you'd be more on the performance side just being that it's so silly. But you're, I was about to say, your playback, your callbacks to certain jokes and that – just sway so much to the written part so it's it's a very it's a very unique style like you just can't explain it like usually i give that scale like oh you're more of a kevin hart or you're like an anthony jesselneck and you're like and uh, this hybrid that's over here but then you hit over here and it's just it's totally unique if you guys have not seen my man over here you gotta check him out yeah, you got to pay attention because I originally got into comedy because I wanted to be a comedy writer, and I figured if I get up there and start writing jokes and then people see me, hopefully I'll end up somebody will be like, "Come write on my show." That's what I wanted to. So <laughs> I and I that's still why I do it. I still want to yeah. become a writer, so that's why the jokes I tell and like the kind of comedy I do is trying to like position myself in like the type of show that I want to write for. I want to write for something that's silly. I want to write for something that's fun, but still like kind of smart because that's the thing too is like you'll listen to what i do and you think oh this guy's improving and ranting about stupid stuff and it's like so silly but if you're actually paying attention everything is connected in a way that makes it make sense 
Did you come up with the the Ace Ventura comparison on your own? No, I think uh, I think Tim Dillon said that or something. I was about to say you uh if if I had to pick a comic that that you mostly remind me of it would be Jim Carrey. Have you see, seen a stand up? Yeah, I've seen a stand up and I really like it's Yeah. But here that's the thing. It's why I think this version of comedy does so well now this observational humor because it just casts a wide net. You get a lot of people in there, which is what you need to put yeah. you know, fill arenas to get people to come out and like this style of humor like Jim Carrey, like it's just not as in demand, maybe as it used to be, like I, I definitely think it's making its comeback uh, because when people see a, a truly unique uh, comedic specimen as yourself, I, I watch people that have never seen you before. You come up with with your high energy performance, and I see them slowly turn into your favor. It's weird because at first you're very you come up and you have so much power. Yeah, people like, don't like me yeah, at where, first. Yeah, where it's almost like they think you're one thing, then they start they start hearing you out, and it's like they, they sl- slowly flip. Then when you come up to mics and pe- everyone that knows you, they're already ready to laugh. If they, if you they know want me, the yeah. new bit that, you, that you're performing that week. They want to hear where you took the bit that you had the week before and what it's like – converted to and they want to hear all your old bits dude i so many people have come up and they're like that grimace thing yeah is so funny i need to get people to release brad and elise by the way both they they independently mentioned grimace nice yeah i need to get people to release their expectations as soon as possible because i think a lot of people they get up there and like they have a look and the style that you can kind of know what to expect and oftentimes you can assume you can be right but for me i think it's the way i look and the what i do does not really line up and so i need people to relax and just be like let me take it from here like you relax and watch what i'm gonna do don't have any expectation in your mind of what I'm going to talk it's, about or where it's going to go. Just trust that if I say something ridiculous, mm-hmm. that trust that it's not random and that it's going to come back and it's going to make you laugh five minutes from now. Trust, like, just trust me, I got this. <laughs> so when I rant about something and they're like, oh, that seemed like out of place or you just went yeah. on some tangent. It's like, no, trust me. It's coming back. Just you relax and enjoy the show and let me do the work up here. <laughs> okay, don't don't be like trying to make well, these. Well, like he, here's the thing though. Like when you, when you stepped up on stage at first, I'm like, what's this dude gonna talk about? Because all I could see, like just looking at you visually, I'm like, he's gonna talk about almond milk and the last model shoot photo shoot that he was that he was on and how yeah. it sucked because they didn't have the right lighting. And you were the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and it, it's refreshing to see someone that looks hip, looks cool, you know, obviously attractive dude, and just someone that's just their own unique character and doesn't give a fuck about what, what people's expectations are. Yeah, and so if you're able to, and everybody does this, when you go on stage, you have an expectation mm-hmm. of somebody. Yeah, for if sure. If you are able, if these people see me go up there and they hold on to this expectation the whole set, for me, it's not going to go well for me. But if they go up, like, uh, if they're able to, like, halfway through, be like, I don't really know what's going on. I'm just going to let this happen. Usually I can win them over and it's everybody has a yeah. good time. But it's yeah. like they ha- I have to get it through their heads. They're like, whatever you think is about to happen, it's not going to happen. It's not going to be – it's just going to be something different. So you just relax. 
release your expectations and just let me I'm take a, it from here. I'm a Sam Morrison early adopt, adopter, yeah, by the way. I'm a huge fan. I think uh, I think you are bringing back the the Jim Carrey shtick. What? Well, yeah, I, I just think people are so like I think people are tired of like where I mean I am personally. Like I said, I'm not talking shit about it. I don't think it's bad or anything like that. But we, mm. So much shit has happened the past three years, and comedy has gotten, like, so serious. Yeah. Like, you'll see a new – every new special has, like, oh, like, I, it's like checking boxes. Like, I have to have my bit on the trans community here. I have to have my bit on COVID here. It's like, who cares? Like, move on. It's like everything has gotten so serious to, like – Yeah. I'm, I don't want to hear another joke that's, like – Oh, COVID's over. I went outside and saw some people, and now anybody else can't wait to get back inside. You know, the world. I liked quarantine. It's like fucking shut up about COVID is over. It's over. I don't care. Like it's done. Stop talking about it. It's done. Nothing drives me more crazy when COVID was happening. I knew this was gonna happen to him. I'm gonna fucking lose it. When you start seeing people in bands or these rappers being like, "Here's my new single. It's called Coronavirus." <laughs> what? That's gonna fucking okay. Here's my new my band released an EP. It's called Quarantine. And then you see TV shows like all the actors are in masks. It's like stop this. We don't need to be doing this. It's first of all it's over, and we don't need to be like remembering this as like something that's like oh we all went through this. Let's keep talking about it. Like it's been played out. It's dead. It's over. Stop talking about the fucking coronavirus. It's done. Um, I'm going to get Paul demonetized on YouTube for saying yeah, coronavirus we, like a well, thousand dude, times. We aren't monetized yet, so I don't give a fuck, dude. Oh, okay, but I can't uh, stand so, that. So I, I well, just think people... What that will do, what that will do is that will get us watch hours and that will get us subscribers, hopefully. So that's all I give a fuck about, to be honest. Paul keeps coming up to me and it's like, yeah. hey, we got to talk about stuff that will give us clicks. Can you talk about Michael Sarah and compare him <laughs> to Jeremy Piven? What? Yeah. What am I supposed that's, to do with that? Dude, that's that's the basis we're, we're dealing with, bud. Paul legit asked it's not me my fault. to compare Michael Sarah to Jeremy Piven. And I don't even know. I'm like, I said that's a range, not compare. <laughs> that's that is a range. That's my, a range for what? Well, you On said you said boring people and exciting people, and I said, oh, like a Michael Sarah and Jeremy Piven, <laughs> which I don't even know what that means. <laughs> are they boring? Are they exciting? I don't well, even know. Well, one, one's super low energy and and more more of a straight. One's extremely high energy. You should get this. You get it. I don't know these people well enough. I don't know. Oh my god! But no, see, people are sick of the <laughs> with serious comedy. I don't want to see somebody go get up on a stool and talk about sit down and be like, "All right, guys, capitalism's ruining the world again." Or on the other side, like, "Oh, I can't." Yeah, you guys are putting your pronouns in your bio. It's like, stop talking about this stuff, yeah. dude. Let's, let's 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 move along. Talk about let's something silly. Yeah, I've like. Well, dude, every time I step up on stage, I feel like my just. Like my appearance itself has given out three trans jokes, and uh, I—that's I, one thing I, I I do not like about my look. I I look like the white stereotypical white douchebag, and I and I own that. But like before I step on stage, people like you talk expectations. Uh, they take one look at me and they're like, "Well, he's done three jokes about homosexuality and two trans, and we fucking hate you." <laughs> like that's 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 the. Uh, the looks I get was yeah. when I step on stage. That at least last night and a show last week, I I got the looks where it's like we don't like you, make us laugh, clown. Yeah, <laughs> which I did okay last night. It was it wasn't terrible or anything, but that one show in Hollywood. 
Yeah, it was well, a rough one. People think they need. I think a lot of open. Like, stop joking about the trans community. It's like you can talk about it, sure, but it's like just. The problem is, it's just not funny. And I'm not saying that because yeah. I'm like a woke dude. Yeah. But it's just like not funny it's anymore. It's overplayed. It's overplayed. It's, it's, it's done. So Move overplayed. on to something else. Like, it's and, just not funny and anymore. And honestly, like, like I, I have no other choice but to move on. It's like, as as the stereotypical white doucher, it's like, no one's going to laugh. Even if I make the funniest trans joke in the world, no one's going to laugh. It's like, look at me. This is this is undeniably. Yeah, this everybody. Is, this is the last person you want telling a trans joke. <laughs> yeah, the only funny one I've heard recently is from the Anthony Justin like does, and it's not really even like. It's just more goofy, or yeah, it's more it's more silly. It's just like I don't know, like just stop joking, move on yeah. to something. Let's else. move on, guys. Let's move on. Hey, let's move on to this. What's your thoughts about Bigfoot? Don't even don't even. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any thoughts on Bigfoot. Oh, we were reading an article off camera. I was like, I'm bringing it up. He's like, don't bring it up. And I'm like, I'm bringing it up. He's like, literally, that podcast that brought it up, they did, they, they, it was so bad that people commented how bad it was. I don't know what people like. I don't know why people listen to podcasts. I, 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 I just don't. I don't know because what are we, what are we doing? Because honestly, again? when when Fox's best show is about people dressed in masks singing. You can do anything, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. But like, what are we doing? We gotta. We're singing, we're dancing. Uh, let's talk dating apps, dude. Let's talk dating apps a little bit. What's your thoughts? What's your favorite app? You know, you're six five and a handsome dude out here in you know sunny Los Angeles. What what are you using, bud? Are you on the apps? You really asking me, dude? You're about hot dating dude. apps. You're a single hot man, dude. I'm married. I'm married, but. With that being said, that's how I met my wife. When I am at an open mic and somebody gets up on stage Mm -hmm. and they say, is anybody here on the apps? (laughs) Dude, that is a very common use term. I want to punch them. Wipe myself on fucking fire. Oh, what are you on here? You guys look like a hinge guy. Oh, this guy's on Tinder. You guys ever know you matter? Oh, I'm gonna. Lo- I cannot talk. That is. I want to light myself up. I cannot hear that bit one more time. If I'm scrolling through TikTok and the first thing I hear is some comedian up there, yeah, you guys on the apps? Next thing, oh, you guys on the apps? Oh, you guys on the apps? <laughs> Worse than the coronavirus, dude. What? I'd rather have some. What vaccine did you get? I'd much rather hear that than all oh, you guys on the apps. I cannot hear another joke about somebody asking of who's on the apps anymore. I can't. I can't do it. Well, I was I was trying to segue into maybe speaking a little bit about my experience with with how <laughs> okay. I met my wife. <laughs> okay. And, uh, oh, how did you how did you and, meet uh, your wife? Uh, well, I met her on Tinder. And like any classy gentleman, I would say, on <laughs> Tinder. And it, it's weird because I, I feel like the thing about apps these days, they're, they're built to be addicting. You know, like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of them, including the dating apps. Because it's like I used to get on. What happened with me is my experience is I would get on these dating apps, right? And I would get obsessed with them, like, why is the algorithm not working for me? I'm not that hot. I'm not Sam hot, guys. Um, that's the reality of it. And I ended up 
getting off. This was during COVID. So I got off dating apps for like six months and I, I re-downloaded Tinder. I was like, you know what? I'll see what this is all about. I get back on it and I, I connect with my wife like right away and we hang out and there's nowhere to go at the time. You know, like, so if you, if you choose during, uh, during COVID to hang out with a person, it's at their apartment or, or nowhere else. All that restaurants were closed down, movie theaters everywhere. The parks, they shut down the beach at the time. And uh, so, so basically I went over there one night and then uh, we made it a connection. You know, I, I just texted her the next night, like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm here. I'm like, well, I'm coming to hang out. Then the next night, six months later, we're driving across country together on, you know, and we're, we're officially dating, you know? So it's a little romantic, romantic twist of the apps. And you know what? I want to give these, these guys out here real hope, you know, that there is love in the air sometimes. So when you got married, did you do it just a courthouse wedding? Yeah. So, uh, so I did it too. This is before coronavirus. Oh yeah. I forgot you were married. Yes, I was married. Dude. So, well, the reason, you know, like I, I proposed to my, my wife, um, you know, uh, you know, right off Santa, Santa Monica Pier, and yeah, you know, I try to make it romantic as possible, if if that's even a thing anymore <laughs> in today's society. And one thing that I encountered was, you know, like my wife's an immigrant, so after we got, you know, engaged, I I just told her because she was asking about the wedding. I know in reality. Uh, for her to see her daughter the the quickest way since you know what with all the 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 visa paperwork and all that bullshit is that she needs to get a green card uh, because as soon as she like applies to get a green card her working visa doesn't work anymore so as soon as COVID goes away we have to take all this time to like set new paperwork so i was like babe you know what i made the decision to get engaged with you pretty much because i love you and i'm committed with you the the wedding or all of that stuff the rest is up to you if you want to get married tomorrow i'm down i'm in i'm all i've already made the decision i want to marry you so she was like she we knew the situation she's like well let's get married next week we have an opening here i'm like okay i'm down um still I loved it. Um, I, I thought it was, to me it was it was perfect. It was like God uh, handed me the opportunity to have a very private ceremony with the person I love uh, for the right reasons, not to impress friends and family, but to really show someone that I love them and I'm I'm more than willing to spend the rest of my life being by their side and getting through thick and thin and. Honestly, I, I had one person there that took some pictures. It was, it was very happy, very, very awesome ceremony. The happiest day in Paul's life. You guys just heard it here. <laughs> I, got, I got deep there, didn't I? I think so, yeah. I think it's about as deep as we hey, can go. Hey, for a white doucher, I get deep, baby. What's up? Dude, I got the shades on today. I got the, dude, I got the headband on. The, the button up. <laughs> popped out dude i got the chest pop i got i'm flowing today guys you know what it's it's saturday and i'm feeling myself i got a fucking win for the buckeyes and 
I'm just having a good day. You ain't feeling these vibes? Here's what I'm going to do. Here's <laughs> what I'm going to do. You want to talk about the dating apps, Paul? I'm going to go through my uh, matches right now, and I will tell you what goes through my head as they come through. Yes. Okay. This is the segment where Sam goes through the dating apps. We only have Hinge here, so... Um, and my profile's backed up. It's paused, actually. I'll throw unpaused. Let me see. I wish we could talk about your profile. <laughs> no, we can't. So. I know. I'll just go through... I'll, should I go through matches, or should I go through just random Matches, people? for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, okay. These are... Uh, I don't like when people do the rose things. I can't scroll down. Um... See, it's all the fucking banana stuff. It's like, I need to change that back. <laughs> People are liking the banana. Album. That's not me. It's a character I play. Okay, I'm going to go through. Um, Jacqueline. So this is the segment where I go through. I don't want to show you guys the screen up here because I don't want to give away these people's personal information, but we I'll got, just go we through. We got three minutes. And I'll tell you what I see. Okay, Jacqueline. Um, together we could drink red wine and fight. That sounds terrible. Uh <laughs> She's from Newport Beach. She's problematic. She yeah. lives in Venice. She's 24. She's 5'8". She drinks. She has uh, a good body. Dude, my I'll fall for you if you love Elvis. Who gives a shit about Elvis? Typical Sunday being hungover. This person sounds like a, a nightmare. Yeah. Okay, skip on. Jacqueline, pass. Um, I'm going to pass on this one. Just Dude, judge, facing off looks. Um, Natalie, there's too many people in this profile picture. I can't tell who's who. Dasha, probably Russian. Uh... My love language is dancing together. Pass. Uh, Christina. Uh, actually, let's, let's cut this here. This, this might be a good segment. I'm going to yeah, go. I was about to say, let's, let's go to break, and we'll come right back, guys. Okay, cut that. All right, guys. Welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast merch store. As you can see, we got all the goodies. Here's a hoodie with a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that, we got coffee mugs, we got t-shirts, we got tanks, we got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom. All right, guys, and we're back, and we'd like to start the segment this time with, it's called Sammy's Hinge. We'll think of a better name than that. I, yeah, it's a terrible name, dude. That's on me. This is just, uh, this is me going through... Uh, I'm not on this app very often. I just unpause my profile. I'm just going to uh, so go through the, 20 so, or so. So real quick, for the viewers out there that cannot, that are only listening, Sam is about 6'5 and handsome and in very good shape. So let's just say all he would have to do to get a lot of matches on Hinge would put be a show his face and put I'm 6'5 and he's going to land matches. And the beautiful thing is that he's going to go through them and decide why these girls are either dateable or undateable. And take it away, Sam. All right. Let's see. I'm record this in case you want to put it. Uh, oh, put it up? Probably not because I don't want to put anyone's face on there. That'd be yeah, that, mean. That'd, that'd be mean, especially if it's the nose. All right, starting off with Kim. Kim looks pretty good. My simple pleasures are eight hours of sleep, a good workout, and a healthy meal. I like that. Ooh, uh, 41, uh, pushing it. Let's see. For my age, she's very pretty. She likes self-discipline. She likes realistic optimists. Changed my mind about dating apps. No, pass. <laughs> uh, Mackenzie, uh, too outdoorsy, pass. Uh, Sophie with two F's. 
Ooh, that's a, that's uh, a rough name. Let's there, see. So. It's a put a finger down if you went to Santa Monica Beach at midnight to skinny dip and a guy with a metal. Okay. Too much. Bye. Too long. Keep it short. Hannah, I go crazy for steak. She likes meat. Uh, she looks. My most irrational fear is pass. <laughs> uh, Anna, uh, this year I really want to practice gratitude every day. Pass. Uh, Madeline, unusual skills, making hummus, planning theme parties, snowshoeing, pass, stay inside. Aish, uh, I think is how you say this. Oh, wait, 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 wait. All right, keep going. Okay. Keep going. If, I, I had a look, guys. I had a look. All right, Aish, if your glass is half empty or a full kind of – oh, the one thing I'd like to know about you is if you're a glass half empty or kind of full kind of person. Uh, pass. <laughs> Sandra. My unusual skills, what? falling so, asleep anywhere, narcoleptic, pass. So that's a skill? Uh, apparently not not <laughs> one that I'm interested in. Emily. That's a new one for me. Emily, a life goal of mine to have the best Hinge profile anyone's ever seen in their life, pass. <laughs> I was about to say, good luck with that one. Sam's dating, not looking for it. Let's see. Dating me will look like this, and it's a picture of a hot lady, and she goes, the key to my heart is intellect, humor, creativity, food, and outdoor activities. You do nail those... those uh those specifications there, Sam. And a man with compassion and self-awareness. Pass. <laughs> uh, Alyssa, my what's, mantra is gratitude. So Pass. What, real quick, what's throwing you off about most of these girls? Uh, they're just, they're just, uh, nothing, nothing is clicking Nothing's right here. Nothing's popping. Let's see. Oh, this one's a voice memo. Alexandra. There's no such thing as being not political. Because even non-action. Pass! Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God! Okay. Oh my Let's God! See. What was Alex that? Kim Kardashian? I don't know. Let's see. That Samantha. Okay, let me go through. This. I'm gonna try. I mean, I want to try this segment again. I want to go like. Are we gonna? Right, I'm gonna start let's over. Let's just keep rolling. Yeah. Dude, okay. I love the voice one. Just I let. Love the just voice let one. me go and let me just yell. <laughs> these she has a voice now. Pass. We're all like. Let's see. There's no such thing as being pass. Okay. So I'm going through my Hinge profile, and I'm going to say what I like about them if I Dude. would pass or not. Um, so, yeah, this segment is called Pass or Not. Dude, this reminds me of that show Next. So let's call it Pass. Okay, the show's <laughs> called Pass. Here I go. All right, first off, we have Samantha. I take pride in my color-coded closet and extremely organized bathroom shelving. I like an organized person. We'll go down to the next prompt. Best travel story, Firefest 2.0 in Italy. Ask me about it. I won't ask you about it, but that does sound interesting. I like this person so far. Yeah, I was about to say, we got good vibes here. I get along Can we best? get a little description? She's, she's on the good side. Let's get a little No, we're going to stick with just the prompts because okay, it's going to okay. be too confusing. I get along best with people who are driven, prioritize working out, enjoy lives, music, and adventurous, and can match my banner. Okay, so everything's good here, but still pass. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It sounds Dude, you got to let me go. You got to let me go. Okay, let me start over again. Just let me go for like five minutes on this. this okay, 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 okay. Not five minutes, but like three Ten. minutes. <laughs> Are we recording? Ugh. All right, so if you're just joining us for the third time, Paul asked me about the <laughs> dating app. So I'm going to be going through and I'm going to be saying if I would pass a uh, match with you. Based, based, basically, what we're just going to do on, on the prompt since I don't want to put anyone's face on the thing. Yes. Okay, so first up, we got Mariah. Mariah. Teach me something about your interests. Nah, pass. Let's see, next, uh, we're loading. Caitlin, I wish people knew how to be more empathetic. Uh, how to pronounce my name, potato. 
Uh, pass. Pass. Sophia, the way to win me over is quality time. Unusual skills, a lot of sneezes. Pass. Uh, L, don't hate me if I live in London. Pass. <laughs> uh, Margaret, a life goal of mine is to hike all the mountains. It's too many mountains. Pass. Val, my simple pleasure is a nice jacket, manatees. Oh, matinees, ce cemeteries. <laughs> manatees. Manatees. Uh, jazz, walk, waking up early, solitude, okay. I like her. Uh, I get myself out of a, of a funk by sticking to a routine. Okay, I like routines. All I ask is that you push your chair when you get up from the table. All right, we're going with this one. Good. Valerie, get some. Hey, you, you accepted that? We accepted that one. Uh, Kelly, I want to show about Pokemon. Uh, dated, move on, pass. Uh, Lindsay, spelled very poorly. Can we get uh, a spelling? L-Y-N-S-E-Y. -E the key to my heart is ranch, pass. Uh, Abby, I'm looking for me and my two friends. Want to get spicy margs with you and yours is drinking. Don't you know I don't drink? Pass. Come on. Uh, Mariana, how to pronounce my name? Marinara sauce. Uh, the key to my heart is... If you can keep up with how much I roast you. Pass. Okay, so here's the deal, too. People on Hinge, girls on Hinge will be like, oh, I love a guy who can roast you. Like, the key to a good relationship is some good roasting. I'll tell you right now, they do not know what the fuck they are talking about. There's this one girl I matched with. Um, she said uh, that same thing. The key to, you know, I, I want to, uh, let's roast each other. Um, so I said she looked like Anne Hathaway's reflection in the back of a spoon. <laughs> And she unmatched me. And that was a good roast. So people think they like, they don't know what roasting is, is the problem. A lot of these women think they like being roasted. They so don't really you, know. you nailed her. They like saying, like, uh, they think roasting is like, I don't know, your hair looks a little funny in the morning. No, roasting is not what that is. Okay, let's see. Julia, I'm a regular Doris in Brooklyn. Don't know what that is. Uh, pass. Uh, don't, can't even pronounce your name. Oh, we pass. got a voice memo. Oh, got a voice. Okay, we got a voice memo. Honestly, nothing specific comes to mind, but if we vibe, you know, like... Okay, I'm going to start... Okay. That's actually a pretty cool voice okay. memo. Well, uh, what are you talking about? That made no yeah. sense so far. Okay, well, I'm going to start it over because... Let's if see. we hit it off really well, we can make each other... Okay. Oh, fuck. I actually hit the X. Oh, can I go back? Eh, pass. You guys subscribe. Nope. I'm going to stop recording. I need to record this. I don't know why I'm doing that. Oh, we got another voice memo on the next one. Dude, I love this ad. Okay, let me Sammy's see. pass. All right. So here we have Julia. Seek. Oh, don't you start using that filthy little word, seek. Whoever invented that ought to be spanked and puffing. I don't, I don't even know what that word means. What is that word? Fucking seek. They should be hung, drawn, and caught at fucking seek. It shouldn't concern you. It does concern me. It concerns me very much, Cyril, because it's hurt my feelings. What the fuck is that from? Is that you recognize uh, that? that? That's from. I have no idea. Um, pass. Yeah, that's a solid pass. Let's stick with the voice number ones. As okay. As soon as you start off with the dude's voice, you're gone. Well, it's okay. Uh, I'll brag. To, this is from Ninx. I'll brag to my friends about my friends to you. I'll brag about my friends to you if. Honestly, nothing specific comes to mind. But if we vibe, you know, like. Oh, this is <laughs> the girl. We, Hit it off really well. We can make each other laugh. We're both very passionate about whatever. We can be ourselves. Um, there's no crazy red flags. I'll probably brag about you because, you know, stuff like that can be hard to come by. And you know, a good connection is a good connection. So, 
Pass. <laughs> All right, let's get to another another voice memo one. What do we got here? Okay, green flags. I look for. Ooh, green flags. For Angelina. Respect first and foremost. A good sense of humor. You gotta crack the jokes because I'm funny, and if I'm the only one cracking the jokes around here, we got a problem. Okay. What else? Kindness, maturity, intelligence. We gotta be able to hold a conversation. I like to talk about a lot of different things. My mind goes every which way. <laughs> need a good conversation. And I want to be able to hold conversation. You want to be able to hold conversation? How low is the fucking bar nowadays? I need someone who can hold a conversation. And also, when she says she's funny, pass! She might be, but... Okay, I, I want to mention this real quick to the audience. I'm looking at these women, and I'm accepting all of them. They are gorgeous. But Sam's a different kind of animal out here. I go, we're going on based off their voice memo here. Let's see. Okay, we've got another one. Oh, dude. We're getting a this lot is, of this voice is, This memos. works better when we, yeah. just, when we just do the voice memos. Yeah. Okay. I bet you can't. I bet you can't tell me your most controversial opinion. Ellen DeGeneres is in the CIA. <laughs> Pass. Um, okay. I'm looking at you, Ellen. Get to another voice memo here. Oh, there's some. Oh, nope, that's not one. How many people are on this app? Give me the voice memos. I want to see the voice. I need the voice memos. Come on. Voice memos. That's where it's at, ladies. You wanna you wanna grab a man of Sam's quality? Okay, here we go. Uh, this is from Maddie. My love language is. It's a little quick one. Pass no. That's All right, Whitney, you don't have a voice memo. Little overplayed meme there. All right, come on, baby, let's go. Voice memo. Give me some more voice memos. Girls, you you wanna you wanna land a, a stud like this? You gotta get speaking. Get on it. Get on it. Oh my God, where's the voice memos, dude? I'm gonna run out of people in Los Angeles. Okay. This is from Alina, something that is non-negotiable for me. That you're extraordinary. That you have big things for yourself. Lot. Passionate, ambitious. Because that's how I live my life, honestly. And I'm not looking to have an average or a slow lifestyle. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Pass! That's a lot. Seal, this girl is cool. She doesn't have a voice memo, unfortunately. <laughs> What's the, where does the sound come out of this? The bottom? It's the bottom. And Here, let me double check to make sure. I think yeah. it's both. I think, it's it comes a out of, I think it comes out of both. It's stereo. I'm trying to figure it out. All right, let's... Um, uh, it, it's showing. It's just your voice is so loud. Yeah, yeah, I'll just turn it up. Okay, this is from Austin. I think... Uh, oh, you got some from Austin. Were you in Austin recently? It, Austin's... Per I think I'm a, a pretty fun person, pretty down to earth. I like to go to a lot of concerts. I, uh. <laughs> I like that one. That one's funny. I don't get it, but. Uh. Oh, pass. <laughs> Do not 
if you are a guy doing open mics, if you're a guy doing comedy, do not hit on women there. Just it, don't do it. It's already here's the here's the deal. It's already yeah. a very male dominated space. It's very a lot of these mics are very aggressive. And as guys, that doesn't really matter for us. But it's not really a super safe place for women. Unfortunately, it's not dangerous or anything like that. But they don't need some guy hitting on them while they're in this already space. So if you're a guy and you're doing open mics and you see a comedian that you like, just move on. Yes. Uh, Seriously, dude, it's, it's not okay worth to it. make friends. Make friends, yeah. but that's it. Stop but it there. Like, if that's you it. have more of a connection outside of the stand-up, then do it outside. Yeah, it gets messy. Yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to say anything because I don't even want to make it weird. That's, a, that's, that's my advice to new comics. If you see a pretty girl on an open mic, move on. Run. It's just how it is. Something else will come along, or it won't, and you'll die alone. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> all right, let's see. All right, who's our next victim? We are going to... Don't call... Okay, don't call <laughs> the women on the app victims. Okay, so here we go. Here we got... Best voice memo. Okay. And she's very pretty. Wait, let me, um, see, let me see. She's older. I like older women. Okay. Oh, she's a fox. So here we got Taylene. I wish more people knew... I wouldn't even say that I wish more people knew. I just wish more people had common sense because apparently common sense is not that common. Yeah. She has had some uh, problematic boyfriends in the past. She probably <laughs> had that there's too much doing. She has a problem when the women Dude, get older I, as they're single. They've they've dealt with so much bullshit that I, like I, you, it's, it's, a, it's a fiasco. Say, there's no way I would ever pass this woman. Pass! In my life. And Sam's passing her. Well, I'm just... I'm More power to you, Sam. I have a very specific... Uh, and we're, we're going based solely off voice memo here. Okay. Abby, proof I have musical talent. Let's see what this Let's is. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Find another one. Uh, okay. Uh, this is from Arthur. I think Arthur is... Wait, her name's Arthur? Arthur. My love language is... Charlie Day. Oh, is that the... It's Charlie Day. Committing suicide is badass. Is that that yeah. one? We'll cut that out. I don't think we can have that on YouTube. It's not badass. Yeah. Pass. Yeah, not badass. Thank you Let's for see. ruining the podcast. Man, uh, how many of... How many... This is what you go through before it says you can't do this no more. Uh, you can swipe left on as much as possible. Is there a way to just set it so I can see... I don't think so. Just the voice memos. Um, maybe they're lower if it's two. Oh, there was a voice memo. Oh, shit. You just got so used to pass. Sam is a ruthless passer, by the way. Oh, come on. All right, we're getting, like, very out there now. It's, like, it's showing me. We're out, we're out in the stick. I need to see a, I need stick, to see a voice memo. Can I just? Okay. There we go. All right, Morgan, I take pride in. Not a bad impression. Not a bad 
impression. But I don't think she understood the prom. That's fine. That's fine. We'll pass Sam on that one. Passes. We'll pass on that one. Have you accepted one? Today? Well, I can't accept them because my profile is messed up right now, and it's, you know, it looks strange. <laughs> Sam's Hots. I'm trying to think of a good name. There we okay. go. Danielle, all I ask is that yeah. you. That you don't make your world so small. Like, I don't know. She smokes cigarettes. Wait, let her talk. Damn, my stomach is going off. Was that, <laughs> was that uh, I think I think she uh, uh, something terrible has just happened. So we're gonna pass. Was she farting? I don't know what was going on with that. Pass. Oh wait, I got another one right away. Dominique, don't hate me if. What's up, Dom? Don't hate me if I don't want to do the whole dinner date thing. Um, at least for the first few times we hang out. Like I just there's we live in Los Angeles. There's so many cool sh fucking things to do. And I'm so tired of people being like, oh, I don't know what to do for a date. There's so many things. Make a goddamn list. All right, let me not get aggressive. But anyway, let's do something cool is all I'm trying to say. No, no dinner dates. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to take you at dinner. You can come to an open mic and you can hear me talk about sleeping in the fridge for five minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, we'll accept this one. That's fun for me. It must be fun for you. Okay, let's see. Uh talking about the civil war and you're like you're like i gotta go to five minutes in an open mic i can't i can't fight the civil war oh yeah i got it <laughs> so great was that in the last podcast or something yeah i think so oh, okay oh. all right vivian vivian we'll get along if okay so this is my last try with this prompts but um i have to talk fast because that is going to cut me off uh, but the prompts that are here, I, I feel like they're not genuine, so I just want to say a little Get bit. Get to the point. Um, I'm just here looking for someone to make me laugh, somebody to share adventures with, be she more adventurous, and, you know, somebody meaningful. So if you're interested, send me a message. Bye. Oh, that could have been a two-second long voice memo. Dragged out to 30 seconds. Okay, she we'll pass. Keep it concise. Keep it tight. Uh, pass, Lillian. Let's see. We gotta do a few. We'll do three more of these. Three more, guys. Uh, where are these we're women? Down. We're down. Located? I feel like I'm not even close to we're, Los we're Angeles. We're at the three-minute mark. We've gone through way too many. Three minutes left. Yeah. All right, give me a voice memo. Voice memo. Oh my god, give me a voice. Okay. Uh, Eve, weirdest gift I have ever given or received. I knew that my mom really loved me when she got me chapstick for my birthday. Oh, I hate to say this. Your That's mom doesn't even want you around anymore. Pass. That was a big pass. Come on. All right, Macy, my BFF's take on why you should date me. So, Macy is the type of girl that is loud, but 
in a good way. She's talking about me? Um, Alright, I'm gonna say, I, I'm not supposed thing, to do one, this. One I'll, thing I, I would like to address. I'm gonna like this person. I, I don't want competition, okay? I want. Oh, shit! Girl, I want the girl to be the sole breadwinner. Actually, I'm a rose. I'm, I'm a standard gold digger if I had to label myself. Gold digger? I, I would love it if my wife blew up. People are like, oh, that, that would make you feel unmanned. It's like, no, I would not care at all. Yeah, I need I need to make the money. I uh, I would care. I have to make more money than whoever I'm with. I have to do it. I hope Sorry. baby girl it's blows up, baby. Really yeah, there's no way. I can't date anybody who's funnier than me. I can't date anybody oh, who makes more money than me. Before you press the spacebar, we have to say goodbye. <laughs> or or we, you want to just jump into another one? Goodbye.